40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks again for being a part of this edition of 40 Acres and a Fool from the Blaze Radio Network. Cam Edwards, your host, coming to you from the heart of Virginia, right outside of Farmville, Virginia, where the uh, 2016 vice presidential debate will be taking place in early October. The uh, town is getting ready for it. The banners are starting to appear on the uh, street lamps around town. The stickers promoting the debate are starting to show up on some of the businesses uh, around town. It's going to be really, really interesting to see this small town uh, become the, uh, the the media epicenter of the United States for probably you know about a 24-hour period, maybe a 48-hour period. Um, but there's going to be you know a couple of days beforehand as the uh, the tech crews are showing up and. Uh, setting up the sat trucks and uh, you'll know, you have uh, additional law enforcement presence in town. Secret Service will be in town beforehand. So I imagine things are going to start to get really busy uh, in preparation for the debate in uh, about a month or so, uh, starting in mid-September, maybe a little bit later than that. But it's rapidly approaching. And I got to say, the, uh, the, the people here in Farmville, they're excited about it. This is a chance to, I think, show off. Uh, a, a great little community, although I, I, and I haven't wanted to be the one to tell them, uh, but I have a feeling that they're going to make Farmville look awful. I, I really do. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this on the program before. I had no idea that uh, this had occurred in uh, Prince Edward County back in the uh, 1950s, but uh, Prince Edward County Schools, where Farmville is located, this was uh, actually one of the cases that became Brown versus Board of Education. And in fact, the majority of the students uh, who sued in these lawsuits over segregated schools uh, did not come from Topeka, Kansas. That was where uh, the, the plaintiff came from. So it was Brown versus Topeka Board of Education. But there were a number of complaints that have been filed around the country, uh, one of them here in Prince Edward County over the uh, segregated schools. And when Brown versus Board of Education came down, uh, Prince Edward County decided to uh, engage, well, I shouldn't say the county, uh, some in the county decided to engage in what was called massive resistance. They ended up closing the schools for five years rather than integrate. And this didn't happen, by the way, in every county across the South. It didn't happen in every county in Virginia. In fact, it didn't happen in uh, the neighboring counties uh, around Prince Edward. But uh, Prince Edward uh, did engage in massive resistance, and you did have um, the public schools shut down. You had a lot of uh, church schools and, and you know small private schools that opened up to educate uh, the kids in that five-year period, uh, mostly the white kids, the black kids in town were taught in a lot of church basements uh, and were taught uh, in, in homes. And it was, you know, again, this was an awful development uh, for the community. It was an awful development, I think, for these kids uh, who didn't have a say, but for five years uh, had their lives and their education uh, absolutely disrupted. Now, I will tell you this, uh, Farmville in 2016 is not uh, Farmville in 1954. It's a very different community. Uh, and it is a, again, I think a great small town. Uh, you've got a lot of really good folks here who are uh, proud of this community and they're trying to uh, uh, to build. And they're aware of the past. 
they don't ignore the past. As a matter of fact, the uh, um, uh, black high school, or what used to be the black high school, is now a civil rights museum. The uh, courthouse, a few years ago, they installed a uh, light of reconciliation, uh, recognizing, you know, again, the way things used to be, uh, but also the changes uh, that have come to the town. And I worry and I suspect uh, that a lot of the media coverage will not focus so much on the uh, changes that have come to the town since 1954, but they will, in fact, focus on uh, what the uh, community did in uh, 1954 and uh, in the years afterwards in engaging in massive resistance. So I I hope, I really do hope that... um, the community will be able to tell the story of Farmville today and that the media will listen uh, to that story. But I'll be honest with you, uh, given the media coverage that we have seen, not just of the election, but uh, frankly, the media coverage of issues uh, these days, I'm, I'm, I'm not confident that the media uh, is going to do a bang up job in um, in talking about the town of Farmville. But I hope that I'm wrong. I really do. Now, one of those changes that's coming to Farmville, I'm really excited about this. If you live in Virginia, if you live, uh, you know, uh, somewhere uh, drivable to Farmville, the uh, almost the geographic center of the state of Virginia, uh, starting August 26th, I believe that is the official opening date now. I'll let you know if that changes. But there's a new business opening up in Farmville called the Virginia Tasting Room. Uh, I'm really excited about this. My friend Tommy and uh, his partners at Charlie's Waterfront Cafe are opening this up. Uh, This is going to be uh, sort of a a one-stop wine shop for uh, local Virginia wines. I think they're going to be over a dozen... Uh, wineries. Uh, if you've you know gone to the wineries across Virginia, uh, you know they usually have a tasting room. They've got a, uh, a a nice little patio where people will sit outside. Some of the wineries will have events on the weekends. Um, this is going to be like what you would find at a tasting room. Uh, only instead of one winery being there, there'll be again more than a dozen, uh, all from Virginia. And it's a, a great location. It's right on the Appomattox River. It's a, a beautiful setting. Um, it's a uh, it's it's, it's going to be really exciting, I think. And uh, hopefully, it'll be a draw for uh, folks coming into the town. A uh, great way for folks to while away a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. And I, I you know, I'll be really, uh, truly blunt with you. I've not been a fan of the Virginia wines that I have tasted in the past. I really haven't. Uh, a lot of the wines are just sort of I don't know. There's something. Just it's 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 a triple A wine. Um, at least a lot of the Virginia wines that I've had. It's not major league. It's triple A. I've even had a couple of double A's. But I've had the opportunity to sample uh, some of the wines that are going to be in the Virginia tasting room, and I can tell you these are major league. I was really stunned at how I didn't know that there was good Virginia wine. I thought the Virginia wine that I had had was you know representative of the wines made in Virginia, and then yeah, you know it's. It's, it's certainly not what you'd find uh, even in California or uh, Chile or, uh, or, or, you know, France. But um, I am revising my opinion rapidly 
the uh, the more that I've had a chance to sample, there are some excellent vineyards across the state of Virginia. Uh, the problem is, you know, again, they're all across the state of Virginia. And so you could spend a week uh, just driving uh, to all of the wineries in the state. And there are more opening up all of the time. We've actually looked into what it would take to uh, to open up our own vineyard, not our own winery, but to open up our own vineyard. We need an acre of, of grapes. We might have to do a GoFundMe to fund the uh, the Corny Goat Vineyard at some point in the future, but that's going to be at some point in the future. Uh, right now, we're just sampling some of the excellent wines that uh, will be there at the Virginia Tasting Room. And uh, again, I think it's I, I, I think it's a really cool concept. I don't think it's been done uh, in the state of Virginia before. And, you know, again, I think it's going to be a uh, another really great addition to a really great small town. All right. We're going to step away for a moment or two. We do have much more 40 acres and a fool from the Blaze Radio Network still to come. So stick around. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. 